Yes, us. Welcome to the Kefi Life Podcast. My name is Kiki Vale, and I'll be your guide to creating a life of Ola Kala, all is well. Together, we'll get back to the basics, and we'll explore fresh new ways to flourish in mind, body, and soul the Greek way. You can look forward to interviews, stories, essential self-care strategies, recipes, and actionable takeaway Ola Kala moments. This is going to be so much fun. Let's get going. Bam it. Our Lexi for this week is dendro, dendro or tree. When I visited the Greek island of Samos, birthplace of my husband's papu, grandfather, Emmanuel, I was amazed by the number of striking trees growing all over the island, truly a sight to behold. We viewed hundreds of varieties of trees like pine, cypresses, chestnut, poplar, plain, mulberry, cedars, and of course, the almighty olive tree. I'm in love with the olive tree, or Eliodendro. It produces an oil that's fit for gods and nourishing for persons seeking the sustenance of a healthy mind, body, and soul. The olive tree, Eve, as the locals named her in the village of Milion Samos, is more than 500 years old and the oldest tree on Samos, possibly in all of Greece. Olive trees and pine trees cover 40% of the island. The trees and all their gorgeousness are just one reason to visit the island where philosopher and mathematician Pythagoras developed important principles in mathematics, astronomy, and music theory. Dendro, the biggest plant on the planet and the giver of oxygen, carbon, fruits, and grains. This is Kira Moran, president of Kingdom Farms and proud sponsor of Kefi Life. Kingdom Farms provides organic meats, poultry, and fish throughout the USA. Kingdom Farms has been blessed for 52 years with providing the highest quality foods to all our customers. Please contact Kingdom Farms for your culinary needs at www.kingdomfarms.com. Introducing the brand new QuadPod Podcast Network. We're adding new podcasts every day. Visit qodpod.com and meet our podcasters. That's qodpod.com. The transition from summer to fall is always a tough one for me. By nature, I'm a lover of the heat, the bright sunshine, the thalassa, a.k.a. the sea. My Kubata Vicky and I, we fondly address each other as thalassophiles, always dreaming of a seaside home to plant myself in the winters. However, there are aspects of autumn, the term used for the fall season in Europe, which I adore. The coolness of the air is invigorating and crisp. It's prime time for football in stadiums across the country, and food takes on a soothing feeling. Certainly, a new bountiful harvest is in season, and with it, brings a different type of produce. It's an exciting time to begin experimenting and attempting new recipes with the fruits and veggies that are fresh, nutritious, and in season. There are four foods which are particularly enchanting in the fall, and they include pomegranate, pumpkins, potatoes, and parsley. We begin with my daughter Patricia's favorite fruit the pomegranate, fondly referred to as grenade in French. But for the sake of this podcast, let's defer to the ancient Greeks who believed that the pomegranate's ruby-like arrows or seeds symbolized abundance. The pomegranate is indeed one of the most universal and ancient symbols in the world. It's a fruit that is prized across cultures and across time as a representation of life, rebirth, renewal, as well as fertility, and union. This is probably the inspiration modern Greeks draw from when gifting a pomegranate ornament as a housewarming gift. 
Our friend George from Corinth, Greece, recently brought us a pomegranate adornment when he stayed in our home during his visit to America. Hmm, pomegranate as a gift. I'm thinking I would make a great wedding present. Just saying. In case you've never eaten or seen a pomegranate, it's round, the size of a baseball, and it has a crimson skin. The contents of the pomegranate are so interesting. When you cut it in half, you find many seeded berries, which are tightly clustered in the chambers of the rind. The seeds are what you eat, and they do taste pretty juicy and sweet. Pomegranates are recognized for their antioxidant properties known for boosting immunity and contributing overall wellness. It's a great fruit to eat. For fiber, you'll get seven grams. Protein, you'll net three plus vitamin C, K, some folate, and potassium. Pomegranate in the form of juice, another winner, contains a powerful plant compound with a medicinal property called punicalligans. And this is found to have three times the antioxidant activity of red wine and green tea. That's quite a bang for your buck. With respect to physical performance, the dietary nitrates found in this dream fruit has been shown to improve exercise. A study in 19 athletes running on a treadmill showed that one gram of pomegranate extract 30 minutes before exercise significantly enhanced blood flow, delaying the onset of fatigue and increasing exercise efficiency. I'll be trying this one. As one of the healthiest and sweetest foods on the planet, let's eat or drink this daily elixir while it's in season from September to February. Pumpkins. As autumn rolls in, the red carpet rolls out pumpkins everywhere. I would venture to say that pumpkins symbolize the fall season around the globe. In America, folks will place them at their front doorstep. They might drink a bit of pumpkin in a latte or eat pumpkin pie for Thanksgiving and Christmas. In Mexico, the inside of the pumpkin is coveted with their white holes, which when removed turn into pumpkin seeds called pepitas, simply a source of eating enjoyment and delicious flavor. And by the way, they do taste better, even better when popped and salted. Now in Greece, autumn comes to dinner in the form of pumpkin due to the excellent source of vitamins that it contains. A meal with pumpkin will include vitamins B1, B3, B5, B6, and C, not to mention the rich source of magnesium, potassium, and fiber. A dinner might include casserole with pumpkin, or it might be used in a meat or vegetable dish. However, Greeks also eat the seeds raw or roasted. And quite honestly, this Helene loves pumpkin soup. Here's what you should know before buying a pumpkin. Firstly, Knock on the pumpkin with your finger to see how ripe it is. A ripe one will sound hollow. Next, the peel should be hard. And finally, very important, please observe the label on the pumpkin because some are only for decorative purposes and could be poisonous, therefore not edible. So proceed with mindfulness. Potatoes or patates are grown year round, but they seem to be more popular in the winter. Potatoes are an important staple food in many countries and happen to be the biggest vegetable crop in the U.S. of A. However, their history does begin in the Andes in South America up to about 10,000 years ago. Spanish explorers introduced them to Europe in the 16th century. Of course, I feel compelled to share the nutrient profile of the hardy and mighty potato, which is comprised of fiber vitamins, minerals, and phytochemicals. And all of that indirectly helps ward off disease 
and benefit human health. You can eat potatoes fried as chips, baked, roasted, sautéed, crispy, mashed, boiled, fondant, rosti, or squashed. Finally, we arrive at parsley, a delightful herb, one with more benefits than kale. While spring is the traditional planting season for many garden plants, late summer and fall are also prime planting times for trees, shrubs, perennials, and herbs. Yes, herbs. So if you're planting, please make sure to include parsley because it's the supporting role to great cooking and it's really attractive on a dish. Parsley comes in curly and flat varieties. It's one of the most versatile fresh herbs to be used in meal preparation and adornment. According to the Huffington Post, parsley is the world's most popular herb. It derives its name from the Greek word meaning rock celery, mandonos. Parsley is related to celery. Over 2,000 years old today, parsley is highly used in Greek and Italian cuisines to garnish a dish. It's a sacred herb. It was used for adorning the victors of athletic contests in ancient times. And it makes sense since the herb is herb is native to the Mediterranean region. Are you aware that 10 sprigs of parsley are enough to reach the recommended daily intake of vitamin K? Take note that a diet with higher quantities of natural food and fewer manufactured foods is more likely to result in better overall health. The season also presents a different splendor, and that is the trees, which naturally and magically beautify the streets, roads, and forests. Yellow, orange, red, dark red, crimson, and green leaves make it super hard to take your eyes off of their color. The trees and their trimmings are a blissful backdrop for anyone that wants to take a hike, take some pictures, go for a walk around the block, maybe just head outside and experience the sentiments of Virginia Woolf. All the lives we ever lived and all the lives to be are full of trees and changing leaves. Another signature aspect of the fall season is America's most popular game with all its grit, grind, and glory. A couple of weeks ago, I attended the Notre Dame-Wisconsin game and witnessed the most electrifying and exciting entertainment, if you will. So I thought it would be really fun to invite someone to share the experience of being a Division I NFL player and someone who has experienced the field, the football field, both as a player and as a spectator to um, all the pageantry. To my family, Jack Allen is a friend. To the rest of America, he's an all-American. He wrestled as a heavyweight champ, snapped the ball at MSU to the tune of three-time captain, three-time All-Big Ten champ, two-time API, UPI, USA Today champion, all-American, in other words, Rose Bowl, Cotton Bowl, Citrus Bowl champ, five years with the New Orleans Saints alongside Drew Brees, Pretty much a great guy, great center, and he's played to the best, most exciting football pageantry has to offer. He's here with us now. It's so wonderful to see you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. It's just, it's such a pleasure, Jack, to talk to you in this capacity in front of the microphone. And I know the audience is excited to know what did you most love about playing the sport of football at such a high level? Um, I would say the biggest part is just the camaraderie and being around teammates there's guys from every walk of life and you have a common goal in mind and everybody's working towards it and it doesn't matter top of the food chain bottom of the food chain wherever you come from it doesn't matter you are who you are and you get out of it what you put in those relationships are really special oh most definitely some of those guys are like fourth and fifth brothers to me you still keep in touch yes some guys too much (laughs) 
All right, that's another conversation. Today we're uh, talking, the Kefi Life podcast is chatting about fall traditions that Americans particularly love to partake in, Jack, and the pageantry that contributes uh, to a football game like the soul and spirit of a school team or a professional team includes the band, the cheerleaders, the drums, the mascots. It's all part of the thrill of the big day. So as far as the pageantry goes with um, football, was there a memory or an experience with a band or the cheerleaders or just the fanfare that sticks out that makes you think, wow, this is pretty cool to be a part of? Yeah. So when I was there, um, Coach Mark D'Antonio, every year he would have a select group of guys who the team voted on to be like the team leaders go over to watch the band practice and they would kind of do a drum line and we'd have a few of our players hop in and they weren't very good. And I mean, it just shows all the hard work that people put in and all the different talents that people have where there's so much more to the day than just football. Everybody's out there, they work hard and they're showing their talents. Their parents are there and it's it's a big camaraderie thing. And I mean, we had a guy named Father Jake who recently passed, but some he would always tell me is, hey, Jack, in life, we're all equal. We just have different jobs. And if it's snapping a football or being in the marching band or a cheerleader, you put a lot of time and effort into it. And then on top of it, you have fans and family and friends that everybody comes and it's just the energy. And it's something that's, you can't really put words to it. It's more feeling than you can express through words, but no, it's everybody out there showing their hard work on the big stage. Wow. And it is the big stage, especially at your level. I mean, even, you know, in a high school football game, it's still a stage. And then you get to division one football, it's a stage, it's a bigger stage. And then you get to the NFL. God, the NFL. Did you get, okay, I don't know if guys get butterflies, but did you get butterflies? Yeah. I mean, my dad would always tell me, if you're not nervous, something's wrong. <laughs> so definitely get butterflies in every stage of it. But I mean, my progression through football is how I kind of view life. Sports is very relatable to real life. And each phase that you go through, it's the same thing. You start as the low man on the totem pole. You got to earn respect. You have to do the right things, work hard be there when you're supposed to and help push the guys around you to kind of go towards that common goal of winning a championship. When you played college ball, you went to, or college ball, you went to quite a few bowls. Kudos to you, by the way, for that. Uh, what's the energy like there? And does a memory stand out with the, um, with a band or some type of pageantry or experience that uh, is off the field, let's say? Or, well, actually, they're on the field. What am I saying? A band's on the field. Yeah. I mean, a lot of things that people don't see leading up to the bowl games is like you do get there a week before. So there's things that you do with the other team. Like one year we went to Disney and I'm not going to lie. I liked it because they were walking us around and filming the teams at Disney and I got selected. So we had a fast pass for the whole park without the fast pass. They'd walk you through the back door and you'd <laughs> hop right on. But, Celebrity. Uh, not me. The guys I was with. <laughs> But awesome. no, there's like we, one year we were at the Buffalo Wild Wings Bowl and they had a wing eating competition. And we had a kid on our team named Sean eat 67 wings. And I mean, people are around cheering and there's so many experiences and moments that I could sit here and talk to you for two days. Well, it's so, you know, there are, there is grit, there is grind, there is a lot of work that's involved, but thank God you get the reward of playing and then having those wins or those W's and then seeing the people go crazy go absolutely crazy in the stands. Um, and that's, you know, quite an experience. And then running through the tunnel 
my sister always tells me, she goes, you know, Brian got to run through the tunnel because my husband, Brian, uh, played D1 with your dad. Your dad was a wrestler. Brian was a football player at Purdue. And speaking of Purdue, I really love the band, or excuse me, the drum, the big drum at Purdue. And I, I just I just love that. And for me, like if I talk about fanfare and pageantry, when Purdue wins, the band marches and plays all around the university. I want to follow the band. Well, I didn't know that, but <laughs> I'm sure when I'm in West Lafayette, we'll have to tag along and follow them around campus. Absolutely. This wouldn't be a Greek podcast or at least a podcast that focuses on the mind, the body, and the spirit, the Greek way, Kefi life that is, if we didn't talk about the Spartan life, because your team, MSU, which you played for uh, in college, was named the Spartans. You were a Spartan. Anything you want to say about that and relate it to like an everyday person, that Spartan philosophy? Uh, yeah. I mean, I was very lucky and fortunate to have the experience that I did. Not many people get to do some of the things that me and my younger brothers have got to do, but relating it to the Spartan way, I mean, in all facets of life, there's ups and downs. You've got good days and bad days, and majority of the battle's just showing up. If it's a good day or a bad day, that's what Spartans are. They're warriors, and up or down, however the day's going, you're still moving forward, and you're going to have good days and bad days, but either way, you're going to work hard and do whatever you can that day. Showing up and they, you know, they, there's an expression, I forget which, um, I think it's Plato. He says that the beginning is the hardest part. And you're kind of like saying something similar, which is just show up and do your job, do your best. You may not feel the great. The hardest but part's starting. The hardest part is starting. Right. And you mentioned earlier, uh, speaking of the Spartans, uh, you mentioned a book that you read. Yeah. Coach D had everybody read the book, The Warrior Ethos, and it relates to life, football, you name it. But it was a book that I really enjoyed reading. It was in my travel bag every week and sitting on the plane, I would read a chapter or two. I'm, I'm a slow reader. so. Hey, listen, you're reading. I mean, yeah, it's only taken me 29 years. It does. Oh, come on. <laughs> you know what? We, we kind of fall into loving books and reading when we need it most. And I find that for myself. I'm reading a book right now by Ryan Holiday. It's called The Obstacle of the Way is the Way. And it's just been so informative and so helpful to me personally. And uh, was there a favorite bowl, the citrus, the rose bowl? Which which one was it that you just really, um, the cotton bowl, that you really will always be in your heart? I would have to say it was the rose bowl. Um, it was the last true Rose Bowl, in my opinion. It was the 100th Rose Bowl before they kind of got into the college playoff system now. But no, I would say definitely the Rose Bowl. My grandfather and great uncle played in the Rose Bowl where I walked up to the stadium and on the side of the stadium, they've got like a plaque for every game that's been played there. And I can't remember if I was with my dad or not, or if I called him when I was standing there, but I was like, what years did they play? And I found the plaque and 30 seconds once he gave me all the information, but it's kind of cool to know that your older relatives and grandparents that like you've looked up to, like everybody thinks that their parents and their grandparents are Superman and Superwoman, nothing can hurt them. And knowing that they were there, however many years it was before was something kind of near and dear to me. The experiences you had were just like so profound, like so meaningful. And I'm so happy that you got to experience that. I know that there was a lot of grit and grind involved with your football experience. Um, but it's, I think, such a blessing and such an honor to be selected to play at that level. So I want to tip my hat to you and say congratulations. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that you have two other brothers that are also playing. Brian's with the LA Rams. Yeah, he's out there. He's 
doing really well this year. And my brother Matt's still at Michigan State. This is his last year. And I mean, I'm done now, but I would say I'm probably their third biggest fan besides my parents. <laughs> Leslie and John, let's give them a shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're awesome. Well, we wish them luck. We wish you We wish you well, continued success, Jack. And in closing, if there's anything you want to just add, because the Kefi life is all about experiences, energy, Kefi, like seizing the moment. And I know that in football, sometimes like, for example, when that field goal's happening or that snap's happening, you're seizing the moment. But if there's anything about the pageantry or the bands or anything that you want to add as a memory or as you want to share about why fall football is like something we shouldn't miss. It's your, the stage is yours. Um, I would say a lot of people are waiting for the right opportunity or right time to seize the moment, I guess I'll say, where it's something you do every day. Like we said earlier, there's ups and downs and all sunshine and no rain makes a desert. Enjoy the bad times sometimes when they're there and enjoy the good times even more. It's, we're all, here in life, I guess, trying to figure things out day by day. None of us have the answers, but just enjoy it. Embrace the suck. (laughs) Oh, you have played football. (laughs) You have played football. (laughs) I would say that. Don't wait for the right opportunity. Just take advantage every day. I couldn't agree more. Well, it's been so much fun, Jack. And as we say in Greek, kalomina, which means a good month to you. May this October be uh, full of all the good things that you are working for and a lot of good health. Now, how do you say thank you in Greek? Efharisto. Efharisto. Parakalo. Parakalo. Okay, we'll catch you around next time. Thank you for having me. Stay right there. Up next, your weekly takeaway to keep it all as well. This Ola Kala moment brought to you by the law offices of Liston and Centillus. Ranked number one by the Leading Lawyers Network since 2010. Taking care of all your real estate needs. Hopefully in this episode, I have wet your palate in taking your mind, body, and soul to the great outdoors. And if this is the case, my friend, then you'll need a good pair of walking shoes. While I cannot personally suggest the correct proper shoe or size to fit your foot specifications, I can share with you a new brand which I discovered on someone else's foot as I was working out at Orange Theory. Yep, at times I do stare at other people's clothing and shoes. I want ideas for comfort, support, and style, of course. So here it is, a brand I'm loving called No Bull. No Bulls are flexible, light, cute, and they're made with plenty of cushion. My goal is always cushion and comfort, and then if fashion accompanies this, I'm sold. Check out these options for shoes. Runners, lifters, walking, cross-training, cycling, golf, and slides. The average adult will walk almost 75,000 miles over their lifetime, the equivalent of traveling around the world three times. It's all like a la when you select a shoe that is comfortable and correctly fits your individual foot. Happy shoe hunting. Kiki Vale is the founder of Kefi Life. She is passionate about whole person wellness and living a fulfilled life. Her Kefi Life podcast is created to simply and naturally help you harmonize the mind, body, and soul the Greek way. Visit kefilife.com, at kefilife365 on Instagram, and check out Kiki Vale on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Join us again next time for more positive energy and inspiration on Kefi Life.